as this week comes to an end, we bring you episode 228, which features Anod Nibaruta. In our Meet the CEO series, Anod Nibaruta, co-founder of Dot Pharma, challenges us on the mindset change to it. Innovation young people are coming up with to solve everyday solutions and also navigating recruitment of the right talent and harnessing technology to deliver health services to those in need of it. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Who is Anod Nibaruta? Uh, I'm Arno Michel Nibaruta, and I'm uh, Burundian and Rwandan, based in Rwanda nowadays. I was born and raised in Burundi uh, from uh, two parents. My dad is Burundian and my uh, mother is Rwandan. Well, my father is a nurse and I think I, uh, that's where I, 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 I found the passion for healthcare. Uh, I think I, I read my first anatomy uh, book uh, when I was uh, six or seven years old. And uh, I had that passion, you know, being a medical doctor and I started uh, even medis- med- med- medical school uh, until I dropped out. I'm, I'm a proud medical school dropout now. Uh, yeah, uh, but I, I got a chance after uh, the dropped out med, med school to, to, to go for healthcare management. So I was able to keep the healthcare uh, uh, passion. So it's a matter of you know what what you have been nurtured to do, but also how you grow, what, how you see your parents have been serving, and you 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 like to 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 become like them, and also doing like them when you 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 grow up. Um, uh, so I have been in Rwanda for seven years old, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I I did uh, healthcare management in for my bachelor, and I did uh, development practice. For my, my, my master's. Nowadays, I'm uh, a co founder of Dot Pharma and um, I also teach healthcare management. What is Dot Pharma? Well, uh, Dot Pharma primarily provides a digital platform that helps its users to order healthcare products, uh, pharmaceuticals, pharmaceuticals, personal care products, and they get those products delivered to them. It leverages the existing network of pharmacies to help users find medicines and other healthcare products that they need while also uh, having them delivered to them where they are at their home. The pharma also includes a virtual health component that uh, provides uh, access to healthcare advice and education from different uh, healthcare experts, uh, for example, nutritionists, gynecologists, and so forth. So the pharma's goal is to solve challenges in our society, such as uh, exclusion caused by stigma and uh, reduced or delayed accessibility to healthcare products and services, uh, but also consider uh, healthcare illiteracy that can lead to uh, self-harm, the misuse of health products, and poor lifestyle. So we want that pro- that pharma uh, bring a solution uh, that addresses these uh, concerns. Uh, I mean, the healthcare concerns in a continuous and holistic, uh, but also ensuring the confidentiality uh, to our users. Walk us through your journey with Dot Pharma. When was it founded, and why? Dot Pharma was a result of um, a shared passion among its co-founder, but also uh, a, a result of frustration that uh, we 
we all of us all of us three i would say all of us three uh, co-founders have encountered uh, to to access products but also the ideas that we have been uh, we have had uh, from our surroundings uh, of the problems that they they encountered myself as a, a healthcare manager i i was experienced uh, and i encountered uh, some uh, experience from patients who went to look for um, medicines after getting a prescription and they were uh, they had to spend like 3 days without you know any news about where they can find it it was hard to uh, to 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 access information there was also you know some patients who uh, come back to, to to the hospital uh, where i worked as a, clinic, a medical clinic manager to have their prescription rewrite this was a frustration for them but also for the pro- the provider who uh, had to you know to think about a second option so um I, I had that idea of you know uh, doing something that would help people to, to to access information of where they can find the, the medicine they want, the product they want uh, near them, but also uh, on time. Uh, healthcare is a matter of time and how you access the quality product, but also in, in a timely manner. So uh, that's where I approached a partner, uh, another uh, guy called Rojan Haganswa, who who is uh, uh, who has been a developer and working for healthcare facilities and healthcare organization for you know ten years. And I proposed him that idea, and we thought about you know. Uh, that we can do something that it would be like a, a pharmacy locator in, in in Rwanda. That was a crazy idea uh, from you know from our imagination of what we we could we could do. We uh, also had another uh, uh, friend of ours uh, called Willin, who is also uh, someone passionate about uh, mental health. She has been writing uh, blogs about mental health. She she she, she really uh, have been interacting with people with passion but also um you know working to help them you know getting back to their to their feet uh, in terms of mental health so we made a team of three uh, thinking about what we can do we start thinking about you know the solution as a pharmacy locator like a platform where people would understand get enough information about the healthcare facilities according to the products they needed uh, more than that after reflection and after going on uh, incubation that was back in uh, uh, 20 uh, end of 2020 uh, like early 2021 uh, that's where we get to uh, rethink our ideas and refine it until we come back to this platform that would not only help people uh, know where they find but also help them get their their the product they want uh, delivered to them uh, but also we did not want only people to you know um, going uh, having information about the product and accessing them but also we find that there is there was a, there were there were many problems related to information about healthy lifestyle what kind of product you can need how what kind of follow up you can you, you can have when you are on treatment uh, how do you know that uh, this is the appropriate product uh, product according to the condition you have given that we do not only provide prescribed medicine but also there are some products that are of general use like you know for example diet or health, uh, skin care or uh, hair care like how can you be linked to um, 
professionals who are experienced on that and can help you give you the information about the choice you can make but also the uh, give you uh, some follow up and guidance as you use the product so that's how we come up with the dot pharma uh, I would say that um, the COVID pandemic has been a, a, an accelerator to, to our, um, our, our, our products or to our platform because uh, while we were still hesitating uh, or, or on when to start, it's, it's really, it was, uh, we, we, we found that uh, urgent need to deploy the, uh, our products on the market because people uh, have, you know, had uh, that uh, need to move, uh, you know, they, they couldn't really move easily to get to the pharmacy, to, 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 to go wherever they, wa they, they wanted. So the COVID pandemics was really uh, accelerated our deployment to the market. Digital pharmacy, or more precisely, digital health platforms have been praised for widening the scope of reach of health facilities on the continent. How do you ensure that those in underserved areas have access to medicines and services you offer? Digital uh, health uh, have been uh, seen as a solution to bridge the existing gap in the in healthcare uh, access. And that's, I would say, even a non-negotiable non condition for uh, digital health platforms. So they need to be uh, facilitating factors in, uh, in access to uh, healthcare. Otherwise, there would be... Um, you know, creating more problems than the, the, the other one that existed. So uh, at the trauma, we, we considered that as well. And uh, that remind me, it reminds me the, 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 the my thesis of, with the development practice masters that I worked on. Uh, I was thinking, uh, I was uh, reflecting on the same uh, solution uh, that, that is dot pharma to uh, how can we make it user friendly and make uh, even the underserved population uh, accessing uh, our services? So something that we have uh, implemented so far is that uh, we do not need to uh, be limited to the platform to uh, access our services. Uh, through our platform, you can uh, order using WhatsApp. You know, many people uh, nowadays, uh, uh, 4 million randoms, around 4 million randoms can uh, use uh, social media, WhatsApp. We found that this can be a, a way of exploring the existing channel that uh, that can be used to you know to provide the services without even bringing more complication that is one another thing is that you can order from us or reach out to us using just a phone call and or an sms so these are you know exploring uh, the existing channel uh, help not only to uh, be uh, user friendly because people are using already what they they use uh, but also it's a, a way of you know scaling even our products another factor that we we, we considered is you know paying you know uh, uh, the payment can be a problem but uh, within rwanda uh, especially with the COVID pandemics, many people are now using mobile money. So instead of just, you know, obliging people paying through our platform uh, using uh, using uh, using cards, for example, bank cards, which is which uh, whose really penetration is, uh, is is very low in Rwanda. We choose of you know establishing a way of paying using mo mobile money, where uh, people are not uh, have a code or they can pay using uh, a number, a, a, an MTN number. You know this is something that uh, you know uh, exploring the 
existing things that are already done in uh, that uh, people are used to uh, it's a way of you know helping people everyone even in the rural areas where the internet penetration is not uh, as uh, high as in urban areas to uh, help you know to 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 ease the access uh, the solution do you have partnerships with other healthcare providers and how does this aid your delivery of service well talking about the partnership this is an important um, aspect of uh, the farmers work um, one good example of partnership is that as an online pharmacy platform we do not uh, we hold editor to no inventory of of products so we work we 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 work with the the existing network of pharmacies and pharmacy stores so which means that whenever we receive an order we 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 contact uh, the nearest pharmacy uh, that we partner with to and we go and get the product and deliver it to the to the user same with the healthcare expert uh, the providers that we we work with we work with those uh, providers who already uh, have been there and have be, have had experience so in terms of you know uh, inventory uh, in terms of uh, human resources most of those are based on uh, on partnership without also forgetting the people we use for, for, for uh, the, the people we, we work with uh, we, on delivery we or we work with the existing motorcyclists those who do uh, motor taxi to 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 deliver we 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 contract those who already who are already doing the work so partnerships are very important because they will save you uh, time and they will also save you money because you will have less time to vet the people who you would uh, host in house as your staff for example uh, you will uh, take uh, much time to build your inventory uh, why you have the chance to uh, just negotiate a partnership uh, for the people to keep inventory for you but also uh, the people who are already uh, providing services uh, to 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 work with you and they bring that experience of here to, to to the team and you get to learn from them as well any challenges you have faced in your years of existence there's always a challenge in for, for startups especially when you, you are starting uh, so some uh, of them that i have uh, identified uh, are um, are relevant to uh, first of all uh, the regulation framework where you you know the online pharmacy or the online and digital platform is uh, something that's uh, disruptive to the industry you bring something new that is that is not used to to be there and uh, sometimes you find that there is no uh, uh, regulatory uh, framework that was really there and as a pioneer you you're trying to advocate for uh, what you uh, need to do uh, what what should be done to to put in place uh, those those uh, uh, regulation to access you know the the licensing for that is appropriate uh, sometimes that we we are confused with the uh, with with the physical pharmacies and you know as for the the same uh, uh, the same requirement you know this is something that's, that 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 is still what is being worked on and that is really 
in the in the in the right way if i can say with the local regulators we we we've been really working hand in hand and uh, that's something that is being worked on another thing uh, is about accessing the right infrastructure and the the right talent on the team uh, it's 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 it, as an online pharmacy it requires not only to have uh, to access to the 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 the, the right uh, health uh, providers, right health experts, but also uh, the people who will be on the team that who will be coordinating on them. So uh, something that is, I would say, is a trend nowadays is like talent are, are extensive. So it's uh, uh, and as a startup, you may not have enough money to 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 just fund the accurate talent. So it's uh, required to build on those partnerships, build on the, you know, training on your team, uh, you know, uh, and but also, you know, negotiating uh, with the right people to, you know, to find the accurate talent. And this also applies to uh, the infrastructure. You will need uh, the, the accurate uh, systems to manage your data you and also protect it. You know, it's it's something that um, it requires a lot of means and it's also uh, a Required to build small by small, starting with the little you have, and then uh, move uh, to uh, uh, more sophisticated systems as you 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 build your business. What are some of the changes you would like to see in your industry? Well, talking about the changes, uh, I would like to see is. Uh, more about people understanding what what is done what we what we do and i think as uh, we 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 solve a problem that already exists in our society that's something they get to to understand there is also uh, something with the difficulties when you are going to partner with uh, those people who are, have already been in the in the in the in the in the in the, in the game for for, for quite a, a long time, uh, it's it's it. Sometimes it's hard to understand. So there is need of a change of mindset in terms of partners, uh, the people you talk to, but also um, another change that is really needed is uh, is about that that change uh, mindset of you know we, we, uh, towards young entrepreneurs and the solutions they they bring, especially from the talking about uh, the regulators, for example, trying to understand what they do, giving you time to listen to you and what you do the challenges you encountering you 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 are encountering uh, to 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 help you not in terms of you know putting in place regulation that would instead um uh, you know uh, uh, block your way uh, Another thing uh, that I would see is uh, a more uh, partnership or more collaboration between innovators where they would uh, try to help each other uh, to lift each other up. You know, it's uh, something that is need to be worked on, especially people in the health tech. They need to really collaborate. Uh, they need to really um, understand what uh, you can do that another person is not doing so that you can really uh, work together to put in place something that is uh, solid and that is uh, lasting it can be scaled. What does the future of Dot Pharma look like? Talking about the future of Dot Pharma is... Uh, uh, so far, we, 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 we are based in Rwanda and operates, uh, in Rwanda, but we also plan and, uh, and look up to, uh, expanding out of Rwanda, especially in the region, because we know, uh, first of all, the Rwandan market is, uh, is still small and Rwanda has been, uh, really some, um, country of, you know, a, a proof of concept, a market where you can really 
start the, 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 the your, your, your solution and uh, prove that it can work and that can you can uh, now scale uh, even outside the country. So uh, it's something we have been uh, thinking about that we, we, we look up to having uh, .pharma operating um, uh, outside of Rwanda, starting with the region, uh, the East African and Central Africa region. Uh, that's something we are uh, looking up to and that we, we, we plan uh, within the two to three years to come. And where do you see a nod in the next five years? Well, talking about my personal uh, growth as Arno Michel uh, is something that I consider as well. Dot Pharma has been a start. My current career has been a start, but I see myself in the next five years as a great influencer uh, in, in the healthcare industry, but also in social transformation of uh, Rwanda, but also uh, the, 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 the region, the East Africa and Central Africa, but also even the whole continent. So uh, one uh, strength that I know myself uh, that I have is uh, that I'm great networker and um, I have really great people skills and that uh, I count to leverage that as uh, a way of, you know, creating more solutions. Dot Pharma has been uh, a start of, of those, uh, talking about healthcare, uh, but I also count to develop other solutions, especially uh, now I'm thinking about education, about people, uh, youth, especially empowerment. I have that, uh, that motto that, you know, well-being is a, is a choice and it's a right but it's not a privilege. So everyone deserves well-being. And well-being is not just limited to the absence of diseases. It covers more uh, more than that in terms of, you know, uh, living a, a decent life. And I am um, planning to work on that. I'm, 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 uh, I look up to that as a professional in healthcare, but also in other uh, skills that I can put at the services of the people. Thank you so much. That was Anod Nibaruta, co-founder of Dot Pharma. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. The International Monetary Fund staff and the Egyptian authorities have reached a staff-level agreement on comprehensive economic policies and reforms to be supported by a 46-month extended fund facility arrangement of $3 billion. The new EFF aims to safeguard macroeconomic stability and debt sustainability, improve Egypt's resilience to external shocks, strengthen the social safety net, and step up reforms that underpin higher private sector-led growth and job creation. The IMF arrangement is expected to catalyze a large multi-year financing package, including about $5 billion in the financial year 2022-2023 that reflects broad international and regional support for Egypt. The Egyptian authorities have also requested financing under the newly created Resilience and Sustainability Facility, which could unlock up to an additional $1 billion for Egypt. The Central Bank of Egypt has lifted its key overnight deposit rate by 200 basis points to 13.25% during an exceptional meeting on October 27, 2022, in order to anchor inflation expectations and thus ensure price stability over the medium term. Policymakers said that the elevated global and domestic prices expected to keep headline inflation above the pre-announced target of 7%, that is plus or two minus percentage points, 
on average in 2022 quarter four, the annual urban inflation rate in Egypt accelerated to a near four-year high of 15% in September from 14.6% in August above market expectations of 14.7%. Meanwhile, the bank says it's moving to a more flexible currency regime. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website, that is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial. And you can find me at With the Dawn.